Welcome to Happy House Families Podcast with your hosts, Morgan and Sandy. We are here to be an easy resource for families on the go and who aspire to create more joy within their families. Morgan is a special education teacher with a master's in education. Sandy is a consultant who also has her master's in education and has worked with families for over 20 years. Both of your hosts have a vast experience working with neurotypical and neurodiverse children. Welcome to the show. Hi everyone, this is Happy House Families. I'm Sandy. And I'm Morgan, and today we're gonna talk about ADHD and friendship. That's right, one of my best friends has ADHD, and you actually met her last year at a lunch. Oh yeah. That's right, yes. So I love her, she, I and I can always tell when she's on her medication and when she's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as close to us as we can. Exactly, that's right. Like for example, she's not on her medication if we watch TV and if there's like a sad commercial, she's crying, mm-hmm. crying, crying, crying. Um, but if she is on her medication, we can watch any commercial and she can not cry. Yeah, you know? even the Sarah McLaughlin. Yes, uh, exactly. Yeah. That's right, exactly. <laughs> And when she's not on her medication, then we then decide to become like do all these insane things that I am not gonna talk about on the podcast. <laughs> you know, versus when she is on her medication, you know, the recommendations of what we do a little more level headed. Uh, yeah, a little bit more level headed and streamlined. You know, but um, yes. So I will say that I like, I love her on both. Either she's on it or not, but I can definitely tell, you know? And it's so funny because her siblings don't know that she's on medication. And so, yes, now that she's on medication, her siblings will say to her, oh my gosh, you're so much nicer now. Like, what happened? What changed? You're so much nicer because there's less arguments, there's less fights. Less impulsivity, probably. Yes, exactly. Yes, because the medication helps with her emotional dysregulation. Okay. Because when she's not on it, like... Uh, what I would consider a level two offense is like a level 10,000. Do you know okay, what I mean for yeah. her? You know what I mean? <laughs> so then it becomes all out like there is now a battle happening, you know? So her siblings are like, oh my, and they have no idea uh, that she's on medication. So she has been able to process other people's reactions to her, uh, without telling them that she's on it. I mean, just a very few select people know. So she got put on medication as an adult. Correct. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Because she was not diagno- diagnosed in t- until she was an adult. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. Considering what she does for a living, too, it's very interesting. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So, um, yes. And I just remember, you know, you know, being in college with her, she just did everything under the sun. And I was always like, I don't have that kind of energy. I don't know how you do this. I don't know. Um, Or dating people that have ADHD. I'm like, I don't know how you have this much energy. (laughs) Yeah. Or no energy at all. There's just no in between. I'm like, I cannot keep up. (laughs) You know, I, you go on your hikes and your run and your triathlons. I will stay here at Starbucks. You know what I mean? So, yes. (laughs) Yes. So anyways, we're talking today about ADHD and friendship. So if you have ADHD where you're friends with someone with ADHD, some of the things to um, 
to embrace and look forward to uh, and just to realize that's part of the reality is that there is an impulsivity that we talked about and sometimes waiting turns can be difficult especially for younger mm-hmm. uh, children I know that with some of the kids I work with with ADHD some parents want me to take them out into the real world and for them to practice waiting at line at you know CVS to buy something you know instead of having a meltdown that there is a line or for example recently one of my kids went with his parents to play tennis and there was a I think a 20 minute wait for the tennis court he just lost it because he just wanted to walk on and play tennis right now and Mm -hmm. that was not available um so just waiting turns can be difficult yes um and remembering names is difficult too for people with ADHD, and I also struggle with right, this. So do I. I like, yes. I'm so bad at that. Me too. Um, staying focused when something is not preferred is also something to pay attention to. So if you have a friend with ADHD and you want to go see a movie, make sure you're not picking a movie that they could care less about because they will be just completely checked out during that time. So check in to see something that you both would like to have, right? And that's actually something... You know, you can use for any relationship. Yeah. You shouldn't take over all of the movie watching. <laughs> exactly. That's right. So with ADHD, just, you know, again, remembering that the brain is different, right? So some parts of an ADHD brain develops faster than other parts of the ADHD brain. So, for example, the prefrontal cortex matures later. Mm-hmm. So that's very important. So what happens is that that's the part of the brain that makes decisions. So executive functioning. Exactly. So sometimes peers and friends might see someone with ADHD as being immature or childish or odd, but this is because that prefrontal cortex is not fully developed. Exactly. Develops later. Mm -hmm. Right? So somebody with ADHD, they can understand what the social rules are, but they have difficulty and knowing when to apply them, when to apply them and how to apply them, how to apply them. So it doesn't mean that someone with ADHD does not understand the social rules. It's more of understanding when do I now execute this rule for, and how do I do it? Okay. So that's something important to um, remember. Okay. And let's see. Okay. So, um, oh my gosh, like I'm like distracted now thinking about, you know, my friends with ADHD. Like I'm having like, like, uh, like, oh my gosh, I remember when she said X, Y, and Z and I was like, what the heck is happening here? This is so entertaining and amusing. And now I'm like, hmm, okay, I understand. Yeah, now when you look back, it is funny. <laughs> exactly, because I've known her for like over 20 years, right? So there's, there's a lot, a lot of history there. Oh, okay. Okay, so someone with ADHD, even though they are the same age as you, they can feel lost or that they don't fit in. So it's important for us to be compassionate and for us to be aware of that and um, and this actually might cause social anxiety for some people with ADHD for my particular friend it has not caused that as you know yep. <laughs> but for some people and some of the children I work with it does cause social anxiety like all of a sudden they don't want to go to the birthday party or this is another one that I've, I've experienced they don't want to celebrate their birthday party at school Oh, okay. Because they don't want the attention on them because then how do they now have to navigate that social scene where all the attention is on them? So I've noticed for some of my kids... It makes them very anxious. It makes them very anxious. One of the kids I worked uh, work with, um, his birthday happened to, be the, happened to be like the second or third day of school and it was just a nightmare. 
because it's like I'm back in school with all these people and with the new teacher did not want that social pressure okay and it's because he has a hard time understanding when to apply certain rules yeah and so just to be aware and sensitive to that as well Yes. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, totally. Yeah. And that, I think that's even as an adult, if you have friends that have ADHD or your child has friends who have ADHD, just kind of come from a place of compassion and empathy and just know that these are maybe something that would be hard for them to deal with. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And just because these are things that are hard, like anything in life, you can get better at it, right? So practice means perfect. That's right. So one of the practical things that you can do is you can keep, you can create uh, play dates for your child. So for example, if your child has ADHD, create play dates for your child. And with these play dates, make sure you keep it nice, short, and sweet. You don't want to overwhelm your child with, we're going to have a seven-hour play date. You're going to be with someone all day long at Disneyland. Like, yeah. no, 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 no. Like, you want to start it off nice, short, sweet, and simple, and then you can lengthen the play dates. The goal here is for success. Once again, the goal is to have a successful play date. So if a successful play date happens within within an hour versus four hours, go for the one-hour play date. Yes. Right? Yeah. And then make sure that you do something that your child likes. <laughs> Choice, choices, choices, choices. That always helps, too, because it kind of helps to create that exactly. feeling of control. Exactly. Yes. And then also, if you are a person with the ADHD, where your child has ADHD, make sure that um, you talk about even though we might feel anxious, we still need to show up. Because as you said earlier, Morgan, uh, practice makes perfect, you know, perfect, right? Not perfect, but, you know, practice just helps. Practice makes progress. Exactly. Practice makes progress, right? So um, having that direct conversation of like, I know that sometimes having the play date, sometimes it might make you feel anxious, we might make you feel nervous, it's okay, but we need to practice. And then also letting your child know that the pra- like the play date's gonna be today from one o'clock to 2.30, like or one o'clock to three o'clock, so they know that when the end time is gonna come would be really helpful. And again, once again, making sure that you are picking preferred activities for them. Yeah, and structure. So maybe kind of coming up with a plan for that play date. Exactly. First you're gonna do this, then you're gonna do this, so that structure really kind of helps uh, build in that security. Exactly. Like some of the things that some of my clients like is having a swimming play date because they love splashing around the pool. They don't necessarily have to be interacting together the whole time, but they are sharing space together. So you can start with that. Um, another fun one is like cake decorating parties. They like to do that mm. or painting or art or maybe even seeing a favorite movie. So you can start with something that's highly preferred. Yeah, I like that. Like, you, you can even do something simple like cupcakes and... Exactly, yeah. that's right. And you can even try social stories. You can write a social story where your child is the star of the story and you write it in the way that you would want for them to be behaving and in a positive light. Like, for example, my name is Sandy. I make good choices. When I see my friend Morgan, I will look at her and say, Hi, Morgan, how are you? Yes. You know, just something like that, right? Depending on how old they are, you want to gauge it to their age, Right. Um, and another thing that you can do if you're older is you can always ask for feedback for how you're doing in the play date, you know, so that's, you know, that's another idea of what you can do. And again, I don't think this is for a two, three, four, five year old. I think maybe for someone older, you can ask for feedback, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and another thing that's important to teach your child is to make sure that I know this is going to sound like no duh again, but making sure that they're not picking friends to play with that are mean, that are mean-spirited people. Making sure that you're helping your child uh, locate friends 
that are positive and that are happy and that are good models for them and that would be a good match for them because yeah. there are you know unfortunately there are some kids who and people who have kind of a mean snarky streak and um, you want to make sure that you're not creating play dates with those children for your kid to quote unquote toughen up that's true and plus sometimes it takes kids you need to explicitly teach them how to pick a good friend because they might be getting attention from the wrong people and so they think that is who they should be friends with so that's something that you can teach them what qualities do we look for in a friend exactly that's uh that's important for every child yes that's right and then um and also just you know stress that life is an adventure and that it's okay to make a mistake and that's how we learn. So even if there's a social mistake, some of the kids I work with will, they're so self-critical when they make any kind of mistake, especially a social mistake, but just also making sure if your child is one of these kids who is very self-critical, you know, making sure that you explain to them that mistakes are fine, it's not a big deal. And once that moment is over, it is over. We don't have to keep reliving it over and over and over in our head that we can learn from it. So next time when something happens like this, then you can have a different response. Yeah. So that's another thing is making sure that you're working on that life is an adventure and making mistakes is okay because it's just a learning experience. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So, and let me tell you, you'll have like such wonderful, fan, fantastic stories with your ADHD friends or partners. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. You never know what you're going to get. That is for sure. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Well, if you have any questions or comments about something you want us to t- talk about, please email us at happyassfamilies at gmail. Um, and we look forward to hearing from you. Have a great week. Bye. Thank you for listening. To contact Sandy and Morgan, check out happyhousefamilies.com or email at happyhousefamilies at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out their Facebook page to join the community. If you like the podcast, be sure to rate us. It helps the show be discovered more easily and help more people.